Hey, Karina. You know what today is? It's our anniversary. It is. We woke up this morning and we danced to our first dance song, which is Take the World by Johnny Swim. And I cried. You did. It was a beautiful moment. And to no one's surprise, I did not. <laughs> you did not cry. And you whispered in my ear, are you getting emotional right now? <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm Karina. I'm Troy. How, How are, are we, we doing? doing? This is a very normal day for us. Normal than I think most first anniversaries are, but I think intentionally yeah. so. Yeah, we, we've been doing things that we love, minus the fact that we are recording a podcast. Not that we don't love this, no, but no, no. it's just not a thing we normally do. It is this not. Is the first time we've ever done this. It is. So why why would we record a podcast on our anniversary? That's a great question. Troy, let me answer it. <laughs> we we thought this was going to take an hour, and we've been doing this for like two and a half hours well, now. Well, and to be honest, it's been very difficult. Yeah, it is, I've had a very hard time recording this podcast. Not because well, not because we go into super in depth like we do, but like I don't know. It was it was very vulnerable, and vulnerability is hard for me. Yeah, and reflecting is hard. Reflecting is hard. Yeah, I cried. So yeah. I can cry. You can. So, but no, yeah, uh, we have been told by people before that we should record a podcast. Um, and then we've kind of joked about it ourselves. And mm -hmm. then most recently, Troy had a, a good friend of ours tell him, you know, this is something that you could, you guys could do together. This yeah. Could be and I loved his reasoning that, yeah. you know, most people that know us know us because we're creatives right. and they know us because we often participate in, in leadership and things like that. But we have very few opportunities to do that together. Together, Yeah, they're very separate. Yeah. I mm -hmm. mean, we, a very short season, five years ago, we were on like the leadership team together of the college ministry that we met at. Right, but that's it. And we didn't even know each other then. We right. just met. Right. And so we're, we're different people now. And, we are. And so at the very least, if, if this is nothing more than giving us time to talk you know, and time to create something together and time to um, just be together. And I think it's unique that in 35 years, when we're celebrating our 36th anniversary, we could listen back and hear, you know, our baby selves talk about our first year of marriage. Right. And uh, that's a unique time capsule. I also think that there are a lot of maybe misconceptions of what it what it means to be young and married and in a millennial and whatever all of that means to different people. Um, so it's cool that we get to maybe share that and share our views and our opinions and what we think because we're, we're just, we're figuring this all out as well. Yeah. Um, or it, it could be that this is the only episode ever released, mm -hmm. <laughs> you know, it, we that's just okay kind of, too. yeah, that's okay too. Mm -hmm. We, we have no, no agenda for this really. We have no like expectations. We're just kind of just excited to be able to share a space together. And hey, and if someone else 
uh, enjoys listening to us talk and maybe get something out of it, I think that's beautiful too. Yeah, thank you. (laughs) We got married exactly one year ago today Mm -hmm. and we had a rather unconventional Mm -hmm. wedding. Some might describe it as such. Yeah. I think we, I've been to a lot of weddings and I think that's mostly because of my job. I play for a corporate event wedding band. And so I've just, I've just been to a lot and I've seen kind of how they go. Probably, I've probably been to a couple more than, than you have. Uh, I would say more than a couple. Yeah. Well, and I think, is it fair to say that most of the ones that you've been to have been pretty traditional? For sure. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think I, I had no like sentimental value about it all. I wanted a, a wedding that um, was true to us. Yeah. And I think as we started like researching wedding traditions, we just quickly realized that it was so, so not us. <laughs> we found out very quickly there's a lack of diversity out there when it comes to, you know, planning a wedding ceremony. Sure. Yeah. And they pretty much all look something like, you know, the the bride submitting to the groom and language like man being the head of the household and, and all these things that are, that are traditional and are a lot of couples dynamics. And we just, that's just not, that's just not us at all. And so it was, um, we really started with a clean slate and I, I, I'm grateful that Rob who um, was our college pastor and who officiated our wedding really gave us the permission to start from scratch. And he literally asked us why have a ceremony at all? Right. What's, what is the purpose? What, what do you want to get out of this ceremony? Yeah. And I think that allowed us the space to be able to kind of really take it and run and really make it something that we wanted. Because mm-hmm. I mean, like you stated it, like I would Google like all of these different adjectives that I would, I would think maybe might align with my, my views or our views, I should say on like things. So I would Google things like <laughs> progressive Christian, spiritual, um, egalitarian weddings. And they were nothing that I... No results found. Well, it wasn't, it didn't say that, but it was just like, it would only search progressive weddings, which yes, we did take some elements from that, but there was no spiritual elements to them. And that was something that was important to us. Or they were like same sex weddings that a lot of those Mm -hmm. popped up. And although... I'm all for that. Like that's not our wedding is not a same sex wedding, mm-hmm. you know? Mm-hmm. So it just did that didn't fit in either. And mm-hmm. so it w- it really was difficult to find something to kind of bounce ideas off of, which is really what we were looking for. Mm-hmm. It wasn't so much that we were trying to cut and copy something. Yeah. It was more of like, what did this person do? And so that's kind of what we did. But really a big majority of it was just sitting at Robin Meg's kitchen table, mm-hmm. just, talking about it and talking through it and then us talking through it by ourselves like okay what is what is important for us out of these like traditions Mm -hmm. are any of them important do we want any of them and we Mm -hmm. took some and we didn't and and you know it led into just all of these kinds of um I don't want to say uh, stereotypical Mm -hmm. traditions I guess I should I mean I should say which is what they I mean and it's important to say that many of those those traditions have been very impactful for people. For sure. And friends of ours. Oh, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. And it, the funny thing is we went to like a few weddings, like the six months leading up to ours. Yeah. And we kind of got to see a lot of these things firsthand. Yeah, and it was just, 
I know, that's the big thing is that this was for us, right? Yeah. It's like what we thought would be the best for us and, and what represented us and, and our wedding was that, you know, we were able to really make it into something that we thought would truly reflected us. Yeah. I think that's that theme, that idea is very true of our entire relationship. We from day one have wanted to be true to us and not feel like we have to fit into any kind of mold that's right. been left to us. Right. I think that all those traditions are beautiful and they mean different things to different people. But for us, you know, you walking yourself down the aisle was not a slight to your father. No. That was a statement that you and I decided to create a life together. You yeah. and I. Yeah. You know, and I love your father. I love your parents, but they're not the reason we're doing this thing. Right. No, not and, at all. And we wrote our own vows because we wanted to not just say beautiful words that were written by someone else to each other. We wanted to make personal vows to each other. Right. And that, that enabled us to say, we are the head of our household, both of us. Yeah. And that was important to me because I believe that God has greater things for you than myself. And so we just have always known that our relationship is not going to be, I make all these decisions and you follow me around. Yeah. You know, we, we want to do everything in our power to just be true to our dynamic, I think. And I think that's been a theme from day one. Yeah. One of those decisions we made early on. And I'd love to hear, I'd love to hear you talk about this now, mostly because we haven't talked about it in so long is that we, uh, you didn't just take my name, my last name. Um, our last name is Aragon Buchanan and there's a dash in the middle. And I remember having us, I remember us having that conversation even before we were in, engaged. And so I'd love to hear what was the first conversation you remember us having about that? I remember us just not knowing what we wanted to do with the last names mm -hmm. and being, you know, I was like, well, I could hyphenate and it'd be long, <laughs> but it's very long. Like I could hyphenate because I, I, I personally felt connected to my last, my maiden last name, Aragon. And I like didn't want to like selfishly. I think I just didn't want to let that part go. Mm -hmm. And I also am just like, why do I have to let it go and mm -hmm. get to not let it go? You know? <laughs> so, but then I was like, oh, I could just keep Aragon, but I wanted to adopt Buchanan. I mm -hmm. wanted, I wanted to represent that I'm now part of that family as well. Mm -hmm. You know, I think we both did, but yeah. that's just what I was thinking. And then that's when you came to me and you said, well, why don't I take your last name? And you first came up to me with that idea mm -hmm. and you were like, what if I was just Troy Aragon? And I was like, but I want to, I want to represent mm -hmm. Buchanan. I was so like, but I want to represent both. Like, mm -hmm. it's not just, I don't know. Yeah. And so that's when you, you were like, well, why don't we both hyphenate? Mm -hmm. 
Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh my God, that's such, that's going to be so long. Like <laughs> that's such a mouthful, like Troy Nathaniel Aragon Buchanan, like what? Like are there some numbers missing? You know, like it just sounds so like long and I don't have a middle name. So it's not, you know, I have one uh, name less. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, and then we, I mean, it bled into the conversation of like, oh my God, what do we name our kids? Like, yeah, you know, I think that was actually like, the, that was a big one. That was the harder conversation for us. Was, oh yeah. We went back and forth a long time about yeah. it. And I think we just decided on our kids can make that decision for themselves, you know, and yeah, we'll name them our um, very long name our and then they name. can drop what they decide that they want to drop Yeah, um, or take what they want to take or take what they want to take. Yeah. yeah. Um, but yeah, no, that, that was the big one was like, oh my God, our kids, yeah. <laughs> our poor kids. <laughs> Have you felt any pushback? Usually, or, or maybe pushback is not the right word. Yeah. No, like what people's reactions are. Yeah. So, um, it's, it's interesting. Uh, the reactions vary in the spaces that I'm at. Mm-hmm. So in some of my, um, the more millennial spaces that I'm in, so people who are also like my around my age or whatever, mm-hmm. usually they're like, some people don't react at all. Some people are just like, cool, you know? And then others are like, oh, wow, I've never heard like both. Mm-hmm. And then others are like super, like mostly positive, like never yeah. anything negative. Um, and then I also work in a church where mm-hmm. is, it's multi-generational. So you get a little bit of everything. Mm-hmm. And um, I've had older folk, you know, see my last name on my on my name tag. And they'll say, oh, that's a mouthful. And I'm like, <laughs> you should hear my husband's name. He has a middle name to, to tack on top of that. And, the, and then it sparks into the conversation of like, oh, you're you're both Aragon mm-hmm. Buchanan. I've never heard that before. Mm-hmm. Like, Oh wow. You know, like mm-hmm. those kind of, you see the eyebrow raise yeah. and I'm just like, I kind of live for it. I'm not going to lie because yeah. it's just like, I don't know. I just, it's so funny to see yeah. people's reactions and I don't I, mostly because I'm like, why does it matter? Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, you know, whatever, yeah. like, um, I think it's curiosity more than anything. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. I think a lot of people are, are, are like, why? Yeah. You know? Yeah. And so I've never gone into like deep death depth conversation uh, on it, but definitely a lot of eyebrow raising. Oh, I've never heard that before. Mm-hmm. Um, but never, I mean, I've never had anyone be like, super negative or against it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I've been surprised. I, the few times that I, uh, like I'll correct someone. So they'll call me Troy Buchanan. Right. Right. And I'll say it's actually Troy Aragon Buchanan. Uh, you think it's going to be those moments where they're like, what? Mm -hmm. But they're like, Oh really? Tell me about that. Right. You know? And, and, uh, there I've been in surprising, uh, context where I thought I was going to get some kind of pushback and and I I haven't. I think the, the hardest day, and oh my gosh. really the only time that <laughs> we've, you know, felt like uh, criticism was the day we went to go change our names. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Um, you know, we. <laughs> Who knew it would be so difficult? Yeah. Yeah. It is continually difficult. Yeah. You know? It still is. We uh, took like a short honeymoon trip the weekend of our wedding. And then because we both went back to work like the Monday after our wedding. And so we took a month off or not a month off. We worked for a month and then we went on a honeymoon and we came back from a honeymoon. And so now it's, you know, a month and a half later. And so we went to go change our names now. Right. Like, let's do this. Right. And so I remember we like blocked off a whole afternoon and we we're like, we're going to go get our social security yeah. change, yeah. our license, our passports, all this stuff. And to this day, you know, we've been married a year now today and 
my social security says Troy Ergon Buchanan and my license and my passport say Troy Buchanan. Right. Um, because you, you were able to go in and we had our wedding certificate. We came in with the same information, all this stuff, and they changed your name, kind of no question. And I had to set a court date to get my birth certificate changed, um, which you didn't have to do. Right. Which is understandable on a level because it's not the norm. And we knew that going into sure. it. We knew this is not just, yeah. um, but it, was, it wasn't, oh, that's different. Cool. Here, here's no, your new name. Was not the re- it was no. like, people don't do that. Like right. I remember one lady said that she's like, that's not how this works. And it's right. like, tell me why, why it's any different. Yeah. That my well, wife, who is a, a U.S. citizen can change her name through marriage, but I can't. And so I, and that, that was, um, I had a lot of, uh, empathy and not to compare our experience to the experience of an LGBTQ couple at all. But I had a lot of empathy in that moment because I realized that there are all these different loopholes mm-hmm. that we don't even think about until mm-hmm. we experience it. Mm-hmm. And so that was um, difficult. And so I'm still waiting to hear back if I have a court date, you know, and, and it's just a whole thing. And it's on, on a level, it doesn't actually affect our life day to day because no. I, I am Troy Graham Buchanan. Yeah. Right. And totally. that's, that's who I am. And and I'm not offended at all when I look at my license and I see Troy Buchanan. That was my birth name. And my name is still Troy Buchanan. There's just an extra piece onto that. But that was um, enlightening. I just realized how much um, misunderstanding there is out there. Totally. You know, and, and I, I even remember one of the ladies liked, like looked at you in like a judging way. It was like, well, you're making your husband do this. And I was like, oh, that's so not what this yeah. is at all, you know? I guess I just wish there wasn't so many assumptions. I think that was just the most wild part of it was that all these government officials were like, you know, I mean, you remember the guy at the social security office? Mm -hmm. He like, so we hand him all the paperwork and when we stayed like, he was like, okay, so it's just you, Aragon Buchanan, right? And I go, no, 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 it's both of us. And he looked at Troy and goes, are you sure? (laughs) And Troy was like, Yes. As if we hadn't thought it through all the way. Right, right. Like this is like, you just woke up and you're like, you know, let's go do this. Yeah, yeah. And he was like, this just doesn't, this, are you positive? This is, this would be difficult to go around again. Like, are you positive? But yet he doesn't ask me. Yeah. Like, what if I decide to get a divorce from yeah. this man? Wouldn't it be difficult for me yeah. too? Like, yeah. you know, and so, and having to go and he like, he goes, I need to go talk to the head of my department. Yeah. What? Like, yeah. I, I wanted to be like, okay, make sure you ask him about mine too. Yeah, like, you know, it was yeah. just like, it just didn't make sense. Um, why it was such a big deal. Yeah. Um, and then, I mean, well, I mean, and you stated it, the fact that you have to go to court to mm-hmm. legally change your birth certificate in order to even, and I think that's the part that confuses me the most. And mm-hmm. maybe someone can maybe explain it to us, <laughs> you know, why you were able to change your social security card. And then when we got to the license place, uh, the DMV, um, was more like a, commonly known enough. as a TMV. Yeah. <laughs> the license place. <laughs> um, the woman was like, no, <laughs> yeah. like, and you showed her the yeah. security card. You're like, we I both had the same, did, it just didn't make any sense. Same. Yeah. Yeah. So, but I think again, that's, that is set the, it is a, I'll say it like this. It's a beautiful problem to have because I think that's also one of the most beautiful things about our relationship is that it's unconventional and that sure. in a lot of ways we are 
figuring things out as we go Mm -hmm. because a lot of the models that were handed to us are not true to us. Yeah. You know, we signed up for doing things our own way and doing it the hard way. So it's frustrating, but also worth it. Right. Yeah. We both live super busy lives. Mm -hmm. And I think I had this like, I never voiced it, but I had this like silent dream that like we were suddenly going to be able to see each other way more than I, than we did previously because we were going to be living together. And, um, yeah, it was just not true. Mm -hmm, (laughs) Like mm -hmm. it was just not, I mean, if anything, it's like 10% more, not like 50% more. Right. But it's like more of like our sleeping bodies are next to one another, (laughs) but we're not, we're not, I mean, we're physically next to each other, but we're not like emotionally or mentally there, you know, because we're like asleep. Um, so I think that was that was one, and mm-hmm. and it's still it, we have been fortunate to where um, my career has changed mm-hmm. a, a couple times <laughs> yeah, since we've gotten married, and uh-huh. so my schedule is now to where we have the same day off now, mm-hmm. you know, and that it has took us never, a year. It took us a year. It did. It yeah. took us a year, and we had never our whole dating like lives to one another. I supported yeah. that weird, dating but the whole time we were dating. It wasn't like that. And it was difficult for us to find time together. Mm-hmm. I mean, we made it work, but yeah. now we, yeah. I mean, if we want to really take the, how long it's been for us to have like synced days off, mm-hmm. it's really been like three yeah. so, since we've started dating. Yeah. So I would say that one and then something that I expected, I don't know. I expected it to be hard mm-hmm. and it has been, I don't mm-hmm. know. I don't know. I, I, kept hearing people saying that it was like your first year is your hardest year. That's Mm -hmm. what I I kept hearing. So I guess I, I was like, okay, so should I expect that this is like going to be really, really hard. And then it's going to be all up from there. Like I wasn't like people wouldn't explain past the one year mark. And so, and so, yeah, it was hard. I mean, a, a factor of our first year of marriage is the fact that, you know, we've had, roommates for 10 out of the 12 months of our marriage yeah. and so yeah we've welcomed when we these. say roommates we don't just mean like yeah not multiple we've had well we have it, an extra guest room yes and we have been blessed and fortunate enough to be able to like share that with people and that was yeah. the intention of the guest room um i don't know if we intended it to be 10 months straight yeah yeah but it like if that's the way that it was supposed to happen we're, yeah. we're, we're grateful that we were able to yeah. provide the space for the people but it's not something that we were expecting, expecting. oh not at yeah. all you know and yeah. so i think it's been it's been interesting because where this first year you're supposed to be nurturing and, and, you know, figuring out all this, like what your home will be Mm -hmm. like together, what, you know, blah, blah, whatever we were (laughs) hosting people Mm. um, that needed a place to live. And I think that is what is important to think about when we think about our first beer marriage too, is that, is that we have wanted when we chose our home, the one that we're renting right now, we knew that we were going to have an extra bedroom mm-hmm. and the intention was that it would be used. That it would be used. Yeah. And we did just that. Yeah. And so I'm so thankful that we were able to have, you know, the people that lived in the room for the different people mm-hmm. that went in and out of the room, like, because they needed a place, you know? Yeah. And so we were able to supply that and that was the intention. Yeah. But I don't know. I was thinking about it the other day and I was, um, I was, I was actually, I was praying and I was, I was, I was thinking about, just, you know, what all of that like was in our first year. Mm-hmm. And I think, I don't know. I just remember thinking, wow, Jesus, like, 
I want our home to be opening and welcoming. Yeah. But you took that one and ran. <laughs> yeah. And that's, so that's, it's really interesting that you say that because we quite literally had an open door policy when I was growing up. I said yeah. this to you yesterday. We like, when we lived in Atlanta and Nashville, we literally didn't lock our door, our front door. We yeah. just didn't do it. And so you were like, what? <laughs> you were like, that's like, so Aw. weird. But literally like people, our friends always knew that our house was the house to come to. And even in both Sydney and I had at different points, friends effectively living at the house with us because they had crazy family stuff going on or whatever. And so that's literally something that a month after we got married, someone moved into that space. Love, even before you moved in, Sydney well, lived with me. Yeah. Well, Sydney and Maddie lived with you over the summer. Right. And we had a, a month there, I think just two of us. Uh-huh. And then our friend Ashley moved in. Right. And then Sydney moved back in. And we had Oscar. Oscar was with us at one point. And Maddie was back with us for a little while. Yeah. It's beautiful. Sydney just moved out two yeah. days ago. Yeah. We literally so are now. just now empty nesters again. <laughs> <laughs> All of our ch- children have loved us. Yeah. I think so to bounce off what you said, uh, the thing that I did not expect in the first year of our marriage is that we, it's actually really difficult for us to do nothing together. Oh my gosh. Yeah. That's so true. I think our entire relationship, like you said, we are very busy people and we like it that way. We like having a packed calendar. We like being, yeah. you know, all those things. Um, but all of our time together was spent doing something. Right. Let's go on a trip. Let's go serve and do this thing. Let's go eat. Let's go whatever. Let's go get coffee, but let's bring our laptops so that we're working. Yeah. You know? and so we're, yeah. So we're like spending time together, but we're doing things. Right. And so I didn't realize how difficult it is to just like sit on your couch and like watch TV together. It's so hard. As, and because that's just never been a part of our rhythm. Sure. And sure, we did those things by ourselves. But even like these little differences we have, like <laughs> Karina loves. Oh, here we go. Karina loves to get home from work and then lay down in our bed. And it's not like like you don't nap. You're not a napper. So you, it's like you'll lay there for like 20 minutes and then you're good to go. You get up and you're like, yeah, I'm gonna make dinner now or I'm gonna whatever go to the second half of your day. I can't do that. Like right. I've literally like mentally trained myself that if I like get in the bed, I'm going to sleep. It's right. over. Right. So like we've had so many little like arguments where you're like, just like come down laying down in the bed. And I'm like, I can't take a nap for an hour. There I can't been, do that today. There have been times where I'm like physically trying to play his body down onto the bed. And yeah. People like resisting it so hard. I just don't, I understand, but I don't understand, yeah. you know, just like lay down. It's fine. I read this. Um, th- this made me think of this. I read this post this morning by this girl I follow on Instagram and she was talking about rules for her bedroom. So like boundaries that she keeps to be able to make sure that her for bedroom, yeah, yeah, that her bedroom is a safe space and relaxing space. You know, something that we've talked about is, is not putting our phones in our rooms anymore is mm-hmm. keeping them out. That was one talked thing she listed. <laughs> yeah. Talked yeah, <laughs> to no, yeah, Maybe one day we will, but Another thing she said is that she will never sit or lay on her bed with normal clothes on normal, like in quotations. Right. Okay. So like she will never lay there with jeans because jeans, when she wears jeans, she's working or she's like Mm. not going to bed in her jeans. She will only sit or lay in her bed with her sleep clothes. Yeah. Yeah. And I was just like, Oh wow. I should have Troy. Yeah. She totally (laughs) gets me. I think the thing that I expected, honestly, it's the same as yours. Everyone told us the first year is hard. And I don't know if this is most people's experience, but it was like really easy the first yeah. six, seven months. Yeah. It was like, this is cake. Like yeah. we're killing it. 
you know, when's the hard part coming? Yeah. And you, you know, whatever, there's little things that you work out and you have the same number of fights as when you're dating. That's like cool. Oh yeah. But we hit like a wall, a wall, you know what I mean? Like around the top of the year. Yeah. And it wasn't like one thing. It was like all the things, right? you know? And, and that's when I was like, oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. I Got knew this it. was coming. Yeah, I just, yeah, yeah. I, I thought this was like a gradual, and it was like, <laughs> oh no, all at once. Like for us, it was for us, for us. And then that was our experience. Um, I think that learning how one another moves from day to day has looked differently since we've, we've joined our lives in this way. You, learn about one another so much more when you are um, doing one another's laundry and making mm-hmm. food for one another and, you know, um, creating this home. Right. Mm-hmm. And, and so I thought I was going to go into a smoother transition, I guess. Mm-hmm. I think the transition was going to be smoother and it was in the beginning. Mm-hmm. I felt like I remember thinking, Oh, this is like, this is fine. Mm-hmm. And it's not so much surface things, right? It's like, sure. I'm talking about, you know, the fact that, you are way more cleaner and more neat than I am. Mm-hmm. Sure, that's a that's an aspect. And more but, introverted. But yes, yeah. that I remember one of the first things that I remember when I because th- I I mean I've always known you're an introvert. Mm-hmm. Like you you are like an introvert extrovert, right? So like, mm-hmm. but I remember one day I am an extrovert through and through. Mm-hmm. Like I can be around people all day long, and I'm like energized and fine. Mm-hmm. Um. But I remember thinking, <laughs> like, fought one time because I wanted to go sit somewhere. Like, I was like, we can go to the library. We can go to the coffee shop. Like, whatever. Let's just go sit and work. And you were like, Karina, I need I need to be alone. And then I was just being Karina. Mm-hmm. It was like, well, if we stayed home, you wouldn't be alone because I'd be here. And you're like, it's different <laughs> yeah. if it's you. Yeah. And I'm like, I, I don't like, understand. I was like, the problem with all the places you're naming are that there's people there. Right? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and I just didn't, I, that was hard for me. Yeah. It, um, like really understanding it, an introvert because, because our time together um, prior Mm. a lot of it was in shared spaces. So I'm like, you're always around people. What are you talking about? You're suddenly like, you need to be alone because I didn't see those alone moments Mm -hmm. when you were home by yourself, you know, like, because I lived by myself before. Right. You lived by yourself before and we didn't live together before we got married. So I didn't learn those little things. Mm. So that was a big one. I just like, didn't, you know, but, but it wasn't the hardest. Yeah. Does that make sense? I guess it was just an all in all. It was a transition was difficult for Mm. me. What about you? Oh, I don't know. There's so many, there's oh, so no. many hard things. Huh? <laughs> You're like, there's so many that no, I can talk no. about. <laughs> I, I, I think one thing that we, this was like a, not a big hill we had to climb, but a, a medium sized hill was being okay with needing time apart. And what I mean is like, sometimes you get frustrated with each other and it's like, it's not about the little things. Like those are the, you know, those are the little things that get you annoyed, but it's not really about that stuff. You right. just need space. Right. Right. And so, and sometimes space looks like sleeping in a different room. Yeah. And that sounds drastic, but like, I remember the first time I slept on the couch, I was like, oh my God, we're just like my parents. Really? And that was like hard. I was mm-hmm. like, oh my gosh, like we did something wrong. Like this is the end. This is the, I mean, I never felt like that, <laughs> no. but like. And then just coming to realize like, no, this is like totally fine. 
This is okay. Like our rhythm is like we enjoy sleeping. There's some couples that don't. Some people like sleep in different rooms and it's cool. Yeah, yeah. It's not like a bad thing for them. But for uh, for us, we like just enjoy having one bedroom. That's cool. But like sometimes it's okay to just like need space apart. And so I feel like we now we could not do this in our first six months of marriage. But now we can say, I need to be away from you for a couple hours. So I'm going to whatever. I'm going to go to a coffee shop. I'm going to go drive, whatever it is. Right. But I think, I think more than those things, which I think most couples go through those things. I think that's pretty normal for, for most couples. I think that, um, and not, not that this is entirely unique to us. That's not what I mean to say, but I think that because we are so committed to having an equal and egalitarian relationship, I think that having conversations about work was that extra bit difficult because I think, um, at least in what I've seen in relationships modeled to us, what that conversation usually looks like is the man gets a great job offer. And so that's what you do. That's okay. The guy takes it. That's what it is. But you know, we, um, around the, the top of the year, we both were offered jobs at the same time. And we knew that we couldn't both take the jobs. And so, I mean, it wasn't a question for us. It was like, it wasn't like, cool. Troy's just going to have to take it and clean a can. It was like, we know we actually need to like work this out. And yeah. that was, that was hard. It was super hard because we both wanted them. Yeah. We both wanted them and we both deserved them. Mm-hmm. And it was difficult to be like, what is the best thing for, for us? Mm-hmm. I think that was one of, that was one of the hardest things that also um, was for us was again, that along the same lines of that transition kind of thing of being like, for me, it was like, Oh, you you're married now. Like you have decided Mm. to bring in another person into your life. And so you can't just like up and take something because it is good for you. Although Mm. it is like, you can't just say yes to it. Because, because you have to talk. It radically affects another person. Absolutely. Yeah. And in my initial, like we got, we got into a big argument about it because initially I was like, I'm taking it. Like, this is what this mm-hmm. was like. I was like, this is what makes sense. Like mm-hmm. on paper, this is what makes sense. And I, but, but it wasn't that I was mad that only like, I wanted to be like, only I could take it. I mm-hmm. was like, we're both taking it. Mm-hmm. That was my big thing. I was mm-hmm. like, you were taking that job offer and I'm taking the job offer. And you're like, we both can't. And mm-hmm. I'm like, yes, we can. Yeah. Why? I could not understand it. Mm-hmm. And, and part of me still like feels that I'm like, we both could have mm-hmm. taken that job, you know, those jobs, those jobs, yeah, right? Yeah, not, yeah. it wasn't. Yeah. <laughs> the but same job. The same fire, job. Fighting we the both. same job. Yeah. 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 No, no. And I was like super, I was like, and I, man, I talked to so many people that I admired and like respect about it. I was just like, I just didn't understand. I was like, if this is supposed to be this egalitarian like relationship, like Mm. why can't we both take them? Mm -hmm. Like I just didn't understand. Yeah. But sometimes egalitarian doesn't mean we both just get away. Right. It means that there has to be an equal giving on both sides. Right. You know, there has to be, and you know what? Like truthfully, in the first half of our first year, you gave way more than I did. You know, my work schedule was way, not that I was that much busier than you, but it was like, I can't not be at this thing. So you got to move whatever you got to move around so that we can have some time together. And you did. Yeah. And so then that it was my turn when we made the decision that you were going to take the job offer and I was not going to take mine. 
it was my time to say, you know what? I need to bend towards Karina now. And I think, I think that was the one thing that was the hardest thing for us this year. Yeah, was I would to, agree with that actually. And, and, it, and I mean, it affected every part of our relationship. Every it did, part. It, did. Like, it was it hard did. to sit and eat together because it was just like, it, it was hard well, to talk about surface things. Well, it got to the point where we decided not to talk about it. Yeah. We took a month off from talking about it yeah. because we were like, we just need the space to mm-hmm. be able to not, you know, mm-hmm. like we both needed to just, you know, breathe, if you will, about it. And so, yeah, we took a month off from talking about it and then gave ourselves a deadline mm-hmm. and said, we will make a decision by this point. And we made that decision at like, one o'clock in the morning. <laughs> yeah. The night that we said we were going to talk about it. Yeah. Cause it was still so hard. It yeah. was, it was a hard decision. Yeah. It was so hard. Yeah. But it was rewarding. Absolutely. Yeah. Knowing that we could work through something that hard yeah. and knowing that that's what it looks like is making these hard decisions. And, right. and there's always in the back of your mind, what if I, I don't share the, what, what if we had just both taken, I don't take, I don't share that, but I do share like, um, man, what would I be doing if I had taken that job offer? And that's okay. And I think there's nothing wrong with um, wondering, but mm. I, I have no regrets at all. And yeah. you taking a, a huge step deeper into uh, our church mm-hmm. um, has just blessed us tremendously, you know, with, with people pouring into us and, purpose for you and your job i mean that's that's a real thing you struggled with out of college was you realized the hell am i doing what are you doing yeah like you did you realize you don't want to be a teacher and so it was like cool i love coffee let me work in coffee damn i really don't want to work in coffee the rest of my life let me do social media because i'm good at it and you're really good at it but you're like dang this is not as fulfilling as i thought it was going to be and so i think i think the thing i'm most excited and everyone whenever people ask me like how are you guys doing like the thing i'm most excited about is that I feel like you have this thing that you're just on fire about, you know, and I've, I've been blessed to, I've had that for a little bit. Mm-hmm. And if anything, I'm kind of at the point where it's like, I'm waiting on the next thing. Mm-hmm. Cause, cause I feel like God's just taking me to, to other mm-hmm. things now. And, but you like just watching you walk into that is just inspiring for me. Mm. As someone who's experiencing it for the first time, it kind of feels like a puzzle piece, like finally fitting, mm. you know? And I like get really emotional about it because it was it was so hard to figure out like, and that maybe this is a different podcast, like a different episode to talk about like <laughs> purpose. <laughs> um, my purpose isn't my job, right? Yeah. Like my job is not my purpose, yeah. but I really did feel like a puzzle piece, like finally finding its spot. Mm-hmm. When you when you think you know what you're going to be your entire life, like I'm, I knew from a very young age that I wanted to be a special mm-hmm. education teacher. And like reaching that senior year of college and realizing that that's not what, you know, like your whole world kind of turns upside down. Mm-hmm. And I, I, I mean, I, I talk with friends around the same boat where they're like, actually, I'm not quite sure that this is what I want, you know, and it's scary. Mm-hmm. And then there was so much, like, I keep going back to this transition. Uh, the past few years have just been transitions for me, mm-hmm. but like I graduated and we got married or we got engaged shortly after mm-hmm moved up to Jacksonville, just like all these things that were happening and I wasn't taking a moment to really think I was also kind of avoiding it. Like I didn't really want to think about it, you know? And so finally reaching a point where it's like, Oh my gosh, yeah, of course, this is what I want. This is what I want to do. And being able to share that with you and sharing it with someone who is just hyped about just as much hyped about it as, as I am has been really special. Um, 
to be able to have and I know that that's it's, it's like a big blessing to be able to like have someone who is like so pumped and for it for you just as you are so thanks for that so what is what would you say is like the one piece of advice you'd give to someone who is about to get married or maybe is in like a committed relationship and um, are thinking about taking that next step. Mm -hmm. What would you say? Not that we're experts, but (laughs) no, no, not by any means. What would you say is something? Get counseling. And like, really, I, we have watched way too many friends not take that part of the process seriously. Yeah. You know, I mean, we did it again. (laughs) I keep going to this word, but like unconventional. I mean, we, we did counseling before we got engaged. Right. Because for me, my whole thing was as soon as we get engaged, we're doing this thing. Like it for me, it wasn't like, I mean, like, and, and you know what? Some people get engaged and call off their engagement and good for them because you know what? It's, it's still better to do that than to, to get married to someone that you really shouldn't be married to. And that's cool. But for me, it was like, I'm, I'm committed once, once, once we start planning this wedding, I'm committed and, and we're in this thing. And so, but we worked through so much in our premarital counseling, pre-engagement counseling, whatever you want to call it. I honestly can't imagine have gone through like, well, I can't imagine doing it any other way. Yeah. I also can't imagine going through a season of engagement without having done that before. Mm -hmm. I don't know how we dated for two years without having counseling. (laughs) Well, honestly, and it, it, and like, it wasn't like, there was all of this bad stuff we needed to sort out. No, like it wasn't no. that it was it's regular human stuff. Yes. Yeah. It was just like, why, why do I think about this in this way? Mm. Or why, why is commitment so difficult for me? Yeah. You know, and, and working through God bless Nancy and Paul, they were our, our shout our, out to Nancy and Paul our counselors. And they were just, it was just like, Oh God, it was God. Yeah, it was it just really like, was. it was perfect. And, and some of the best advice we got. So we actually asked Robin Meg, to do yes, our counseling. Yeah. And, and I so thankful that Rob said no. Yeah. He was like, you need to, you need to get counseling from someone that is not invested in this relationship. Yeah. He's, because he was like, for me, I want y'all to get married. So I'm going to do everything I can to make that happen. You know, and he said, you need to have someone that would look you in the face and say, Hey, you guys need to not do this. Yeah. Um, Which I remember when you came home and said that, I was like, ouch. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I yeah. was like, wow, Rob, like we really wanted you to do this for us. And you said no. <laughs> But thank you, Rob, for saying that because I agree. Absolutely. Um, and and so even more than than premier, I mean that's that was so huge for us. We worked through so much, and and I think letting counseling be a regular part of your rhythm. You know, we we decided that one or both of us was always going to be in counseling, mm-hmm. always. And mm-hmm. I think that, I mean, you can talk about there's so much stigma around counseling. There's so much, you know, we. Even for, we have friends that are dating, and we've suggest them to go to counseling. And yeah. and there's, you know, often what we hear back is we're like, oh well, things aren't that bad, right? Or, right. Or, or, or and and it's, and it's not about that. It's no, not, it's not like you want to. It's it's you want to be healthy. Yeah. You don't want to just go to the doctor when you're dying. Right. Right. Like go go to counseling. Like checkups. Yeah, it's like a checkup. It's like. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And so that's, I don't know, that, I guess sorry, that was a long first thing, but no, that's, no, no, no. that's I would the first agree. thing I would say. I would agree. The only thing I would add, I say, is um, 
and this was, I guess this was like very, this was more personal to me than it was for you. Maybe, maybe is, um, learning how to read yourself and like kind of really understanding, you know, I, I had an understanding of who I was prior to us. I was very, very set and sure of who I was, but I didn't allow my but allow myself the thought that I might evolve. Mm. Right. Mm -hmm. Does that make sense? And so mm. being conscious that, um, what looked like a healthy space for me, maybe in college did not look like that for me mm. during engagement and like our early days of marriage. And so for me, it looked like a kind of a crash and burn course. Mm -hmm. And because a lot of things were happening in my life and I wasn't like, I wasn't, I wasn't seeking counseling. Mm -hmm. It was very difficult for me. So my advice would be to really allow yourself um, that room to evolve. Mm -hmm. And, and for me, it was very difficult to communicate with you, you know, that those things. Mm -hmm. And, and it really, I reached a point to where you really pointed me towards counseling and were mm -hmm. like, this is something I think that could be really, there's something you reminded me of, of the promises that we had made to one another mm -hmm. and one being that counseling would be high up on our, our list. And mm -hmm. so, after that, I like let down a lot of walls. Mm -hmm. And so I was able to kind of, you know, mm -hmm. regroup. Mm -hmm. Does any of this make sense? Absolutely. Like it just like allowing yourself that space to just evolve. And, and, and if it looks like seeking counseling or mm -hmm. if it looks like, um, I don't know, something, something else that speaks to your soul, I guess, like, and knowing that you're just this ever evolving human being, mm -hmm. like. I think there's a lot there. You change just as much as your partner changes yeah. in marriage. Yeah. And especially, I'm, I mean, I'm sure this goes your whole life, but especially in, in an early season of marriage. Yeah. Because there's nothing like when you're in such close relationship with someone, it's like a mirror being held up to you. Yes. And so you actually see things that you never saw before. Yes. Yeah. And so, yeah, we want to. I don't want to say fix those things. We want to grow. We want right. to grow in those areas. Right. Yeah. And That's so I had habits I never freaking realized that I had until I was in such close proximity to you that you showed them to me. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't think we talk enough. We talk about our partners changing. And so that's the second thing is that this is why relationship is a choice and love is a choice. And it's not right. um, a one-time decision. Right. Because you're not deciding to love someone and then cool, like, this is uh, this is our dynamic now. Yeah. That's not what it is. It is it is you are different now than you were a year ago, right. and you were different then than you were when we got engaged, right. and you were different then than when we met, right? And I mean, I wonder if I wonder if I would even recognize the Karina that I met. It's a decision to continue loving, continue exactly. pursuit yeah. in that change, and that's why, like for me it's important to hold this whole thing with open hands, mm -hmm. not because we don't value it, but because we do value it right. so much. Right. And because we are different people yeah. than when we got married. Yeah. And we're different people than when we got engaged. Absolutely. And so both ways, I have to give you space to change and I have to give myself space to change. And I think that would, just like you were saying, that was a thing that you weren't expecting to change so much mm -hmm. you, you you've no. always as long as i've known you, you've been 
I am so rock solid. I know exactly what I'm doing, who yeah. I am. I've got a game plan. And then it was like, marriage was the first time we were like, oh shit. What are we doing here? <laughs> Where are we going? Marriage was the first time I was like, wait, I'm getting married. <laughs> I told myself I would never get married. <laughs> 37, up. right? That was the plan. If, if I was going to get married. Yeah. If that was, that was as early as going to oh, happen. Yeah. You're only 15 years early. That's, yeah, you know. Yeah. <laughs> Just a slight change of plans that I did not prepare for. Yeah. So if you were going to use your magical eye to look into the future and see where we'll be <laughs> this time next year, what'll be different? Oh my gosh. And where will we be? Oy vey, I don't know. I, I mean, old Karina would have given you a five-year plan. Yeah. That was color coded <laughs> and an alphabetic order. Huge ass planner. Yeah. I still have the planner. Yeah. It's just not so much color coded. Mm-hmm. Um, you do it in pencil instead of ink. Exactly. Yeah. Um, a year from now, Karina, I think, will be working um, in ministry in some sort of capacity that involves children, uh, specifically middle and high. I think that that Karina will still be uh, drinking coffee every single day. Um, I hope, Jesus, please don't let me change that much. <laughs> I think that, um, I don't know, I, I hope that I'm still seeking like this uh, evolving growth that it sounds like, it sounds like, I is not it's not a new idea, but it's a revolutionary idea for me, for me, for someone who has not allowed herself that. So mm. I, I hope that that that's what that looks like. Um, I don't know. I hope that also in, in the aspects of marriage, like I hope that it looks like I'm I'm evolving into a better partner. Mm. Um, and that maybe I'm not I don't think I'll ever reach like that. I'm, I don't know. Maybe like that ideal I don't know. I guess that places a lot of pressure on someone. What's ideal? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. Like, yeah. so I guess it's just evolving into the the needs that we need as a couple, mm. um, and being open and, and communicative and all that stuff. Um, mm-hmm. Gosh, that's a hard question for me. Yeah, that's a good answer. I don't know. Could be better. What do you think? Will your hair be as long as it is now, or will it continue? I think my hair will be longer in a year. Will the beard be gone? These are important questions. These are important questions. The beard is gone right now. It's, I, I mean, it's, you, I guess you have scruff, whatever. Yeah, it's it's still like beard. It's not. You have hair on your face. I was looking through pictures today and I got, I got a little, got a little weepy eyed for my beard. I, I miss it for sure. But you don't like me having a beard and long hair because you say I look that like sound, a caveman. That sounds so like, I want you to be able to do what you no, want with you your body. No, you fine with it. You would, if I, you would... You would not care. You would care, but you would be like, yeah, all right, you do you. But like your preference. And to me, it doesn't matter that much. So I'm like, I'll just do what makes both of us happy, you know? And what makes me happy is you being happy. So. Okay. <laughs> um, in one year, I hope to be more concerned about people and less concerned about being perfect and being a better listener in that not only am I like present in the moment. Cause I think like 
That's one thing I'm good at. I think I'm good with being present, but I swear to God, my long-term memory is the worst. Like <laughs> we can have a full conversation and I'm like here with you and we're like, this is so good. And then I walk away and forget everything we just talked about <laughs> because I, and I think part of that is just needing to slow down and actually live in moments right. more in long, far, live in moments even after the moment is over and reflect more and give myself much more grace. Yeah. And I do want to be a better partner through all those things. And yeah, I want to, um, it's kind of my turn to go into counseling. I start counseling next week. Yeah. And that wasn't intentional. It wasn't like, okay, first year's you next year's me. That, that's, it just kind of worked out that way. Um, and I know that all kinds of stuff is going to be unearthed. And I'm, I'm really excited about that because, you know, you got to rid yourself of the weeds so that there's room for new growth. Yeah. And I think that's the season that I'm kind of about to enter into. Yeah. Um, if you're listening, thank you for listening this far. We just, this podcast, we, I don't know. I don't think we, we have like a set thing for what we want this podcast to be. Absolutely no expectations at all. Yeah. We just decided that, I don't know, something that I see for life and then the things that I've decided to live into is that life is worth sharing and being talked about. Mm. And if um, podcasting gives us an outlet in order to do that, that's great. And if not, it's like you said, it's a time capsule. Yeah. for us it's it's like something that we get to do together mm-hmm. and that we get to hold close to ourselves close to our hearts mm-hmm. um but yeah so um thank you so much for listening this far there yeah. is no set date for another one there is nothing maybe there won't be maybe, maybe there, there won't be if we, we don't should know. do another one you should probably tell us yes please do <laughs> we don't know if this was good or not yeah yeah <laughs> do you want to add anything yeah like i said zero expectations and for me I got to sit in a room with my wife for two hours and we just talked and we don't do that nearly enough so if you like this and we should do more please let us know mm-hmm. and uh if not keep those comments to yourself thank you very much <laughs> <laughs> and we'll see y'all next time thanks for listening <laughs>